the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Russia just returns bodies of Americans that were fighting for Ukraine. Now let's see them deny it. You know, you'll have to forgive me. Um, getting ready for the show. Honey Bunny found the clip. And the clip was so outrageous that I actually was taken aback by it. Because what we're seeing as Americans, we should all be very insulted by. Whether it's this 80-year-old doddering whore, dimwit, that people want you to believe got 81 million votes. This embarrassment of a man, this disgrace of an American politician. Stumble and bumble around as he drives up the cost and drives down the quality of our lives. And I have to pretend that he's somebody's relative and I have to treat him with respect. He's disrespecting all of us. And I look at this buffoon. Never worked a day in his life. Tattoos. His ears are hanging on his shoulders. He's got some sort of tumor growth on his neck. Trust fund baby. Pretends to be a tough guy and wants to be a senator. And you look at these inside trading frauds on both parties. Whether it's Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi, I can't decide who offends me more, but I do know which one is more feminine, Uncle Mitch. And I have to now be talked down to by some collectivist Marxist hack. Hack on MSNBC, which is nothing more than a propaganda network for the corruption that we call government. It's a disgrace, and it's never been more popular in its feudalism. John Fetterman tried his best under difficult circumstances. Mr. Oz, as a doctor, I think literally violated the Hippocratic Oath. Listen, you... Oh, my God. Stupid son of a dog. The Hippocratic Oath was violated by every moron that was selling that experiment you call a vaccine, you fraud. But you're 100% behind that, aren't you? Oh, yes, you are. And you think he somehow violated an oath by what? By not pitying these imbeciles that they get in office? I mean, how much of this can we have? We've got Duckworth. What the hell is she good for? Ooh, she's a veteran who's wounded. All right, let her ruin the country. I've got this imbecile in diapers. This convalescent whore pretending to be president as he steals the election, as you're imprisoning people who question it, as you're calling a a, a rejection of it, a protest to it, a riot, an insurrection, as you continually insult not just half the country, the principles of the country with these Democrat whores. And now the problem is Dr. Oz and not the fact that this idiot 
is pretending to do anything or capable to do anything? Hi, good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and they got our paid. Here's what I think we have to fight about inflation. Uh, It's painful. It's painful to listen to this short bus trust fund, baby, moron, pretend to be qualified to be a senator. Isn't that right, short bus? Here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. We also be able to make more in Pennsylvania. When he had a choice to make his merchandise, the Oz. Oh, I know. I'm the bad guy, right? I'm the bad guy. But this unqualified moron who before he was hit with a stroke was a liar, a fraud, and an all-around wannabe thug. And Dr. Oz is the bad guy? Uh, He would never have advised any patient of his, I think, I hope, would have never advised any patient of his uh, in the aftermath of a stroke to even be on a debate stage. John Fetterman. So then he's going to pull out of the race, right? Hey, hey, Dr. Hack, he's going to pull out of the race because he's clearly incapable, right? Well, no, no, no. We have another incapable moron short bus fraud pretending to be president now. So see, this is what you're doing. Democrat propagandist scum is that you're running cover so that we can ignore the American soldiers that were and are and will be fighting in World War Three in Ukraine as we ignore the tens of thousands around the world protecting this unjust currency manipulation, which is why the only reason I can think we're in Somalia, Africa, Libya, the Middle East, all of the other nonsense you want to hide. You know, the one that the veteran Tammy Duckworth keeps rubber stamping. Feel sorry for her. She doesn't have any legs. Was valiant in his effort. He tried his best to answer the questions that were asked. Uh Uh-huh. Wrong. Trying your best doesn't matter if you're not the fruit of my loins. I don't really give a rip if you tried your best. Are you capable? Let's find out, shall we? Label is on. He made it all in China. And how can a man, you know, with with, you know, 10 gigantic mansions, you know, has. Oh, that's terrible. But 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 realistically, as bad as that is, I mean, and it's bad. Is it worse than this? Today, my administration uh, is announcing new actions to lower the cost of everyday living for American families. To put more money in the pockets of middle income and working class Americans. How's he going to put money in there? You mean by sending out the IRS welfare note that I got and that millions of people got? Or what, you just think everybody's a welfare roach? You just give everybody 1300 walking around cash? Do you understand the gravitas of what you're dealing with there, Joe? There's a lot going on that we're doing. And they add, it adds up. And what I'm going to be coming back to you with as an example, I don't know if I'm going to do it from a podium or a release. What? But take an average family who's going to go visit their mother or father for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. What, what's, what's the charge? Are they going to come home from school? I mean, I mean, seriously, is it that different? Is it that much different? Uh, and willing to talk about a uh, willing wage. Now, we, we all have to make sure that everyone. I'll that tell you what, we're lucky this son of a gun isn't running for president. There's a lot of money. These are billions of dollars. It doesn't add up to billions for the individual, but adds up to two, three, four hundred bucks for average families. You know what's a what's a joke? This this fraud in his DuPont mansions, the seaside estates never ever worked a day in his life. $4,000 suits. He's pretending to tip money to him is why you should keep ignoring what you know is true. These incompetent fools are not only an organized syndicate of corruption. 
they're clearly incapable of doing anything, even getting out of a room. Works is able to that's that's the most American bargain. And I believe they haven't have any businesses being being uh, he doesn't want to talk about. And now that you want the, the race is tight. The race is tight. Well, who are these Socrates that are supporting Fetterman? Who are these upstanding doctors and lawyers that look at this pathetic, pathetic excuse for a man and say, you, my good fellow, should be a senator. In fact, we'll call you a statesman. And then you realize what it's all about. It's always been simple. It's about money. Um, just going back to the funding request, uh, the White House has requested $22 billion. $4 billion of that is for international assistance. Can you just explain from like a public health perspective why the American taxpayers should want to spend $4 billion of their money to, to accelerate response overseas and why it matters? Now, she's asking Dr. Yah. Who the hell is Dr. Yah? He's some quack that I wouldn't let stick a finger in my dog's derriere, and I don't like my dog. So Dr. Yah is going to justify why you, the hardworking people. See, welfare roaches, the Democrat mafia, they don't pay this. None of them. They derive their income from the corruption in government. So when you talk about throwing it overseas, what the hell's the difference to them? It's like the immigration. There's no difference. It's just more names to use as weapons against good people. For the health of Americans. Absolutely. Um, global outbreak, right? You heard today from the president, global health emergency. Um, therefore, it needs a global response. And that certainly has been our, uh, our footing in the administration. The, the U.S. has gotten more vaccines out than any other country in the world. I think about 650 million doses. Um, the, the problem at this point is not vaccine supply anymore. It is about getting shots in arms. And I'll talk about why it is so important. Um, every single- Now, this is in, in the face of the data, of the rise in deaths, the fact that each one of the people who keep claiming they're vaccinated are always getting COVID, the fact that it doesn't work, the lie of the diaper on your face, and all of the other fascism that has forever changed the course of not just your life, but driven up suicides among young people, parabolic in this country. What else you got, Dr. Yah? major variant that has hit the United States has originated from outside the United States. So the notion that we can somehow wall ourselves off and not be affected by what's happening in the rest of the world is just naive. It's just not how uh, transmissible viruses like this work. So even if you think about it from a very narrow self-interest, it's very important that we get much of the world vaccinated, that we help build out the kind of vaccination program. But beyond self-interest, you know, America is... Whenever someone is talking to you, And they're telling you a story and their voice goes up like that. It's because they're lying. And I don't care if it's your husband or your wife or your child or your doctor. Yeah, it's because he's full of dog dung. Country that has deeply engaged in the world. Uh, The president has restored American leadership on global health in a way that that uh, that was very different than the previous president. And so for a whole set of reasons, it's very, very important that America continue to lead. Four billion dollars is a small investment to make. Uh, to better protect Americans and better protect the world. Small investment to who, Dr. Yah? How many billions do you have? Hey, 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 you, quack. How many billions do you have? Then give your money. Give your cohorts. How come they never want to give their own money? They give everyone else's money. Because he's a fascist pig. Fraud. And not only that, something tells me he's bribed. Something tells me he's owned. Something tells me whatever money he does have is derived 
from payoffs and corruption. It is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by... Oh, yeah, and did you know the $4 billion he speaks of is the new vaccine price? So the old vaccine at $30, which sucked, gives you the jimmy leg and you walk around like Dr. Awardy with the Bell's palsy, not to mention the other chaos and the early deaths and everything else and the absolute proof it doesn't stop jack. Now you're going to pay quadruple the price. Aren't you glad that we pitied these incapable, likable losers? Having somebody having a living wage and having somebody able to survive. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. What I support, I support on Roe v. Wade. And I've always believed... You're not being mean if you point out the fact. If you don't, you're being a sucker. Because these imbeciles are an insult to not just you and the money they steal from you, but to all Americans... Even the ones that are unborn that they don't murder. The scum that they are. 312-642-5600. They award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Sorry, this is the truth. You should have been offended by this six-foot-four mound of stupidity prior to a stroke. The idea that the Democrat mafia would have the disrespect for the citizens to run this imbecile is the real insult. Not the fact that you're calling out the truth of what he is. I believe that the choice believes women and their doctors. I believe that it, I believe the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. He keeps talking. Yeah, the real doctors. And then there's the other imbecile that they want you to believe got 15 million more votes than Barack Obama. I'm just going to be investing $100 billion. I think I go day after tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. This imbecile shouldn't be, he shouldn't be allowed to carry his own money while he's shopping let alone in charge of our money, imbecile. Susan, Cedar Lake. Hey, Sh- hey Sean, big fan, second-time caller. Okay. Listen, I watched last night on YouTube, and you know what bothered me the most was that they kept saying Mr. Oz, Mr. Oz. They wouldn't call him doctor, but they're so concerned about calling Jill Biden Dr. Dr. Biden. You know, it's just so disrespectful. Because if you're in the mafia, you're more important than everybody else. This is the lure. This is the the real psychological subversion of how they get people to wish and hope that they're accepted by the people that the entire country should reject. Every That's Democrat right. That's organization. Right. That's why I don't accept them at all. That's why nope. I give to them exactly what they deserve. Nothing. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You got it. it. Thanks, Sean. Bye. Mitchell displains. Hey there, Sean. Uh, First of all, keep in mind that the Democrats have zero ability to front a candidate that's articulate. You don't have it. Why do you think that Fetterman with his stroke can't even go through a debate? I mean, it's an obnoxious thing. You have a president that can't go through a thought. You have a president, Mitchell. And listen, we were talking about this today in my store. Bunch of strangers, myself, a few friends. You want to get a real reporter? Forget all these questions that he's been prepped, right? I'm that, And I'm dead serious about this. In the middle of a press conference, if a reporter simply said, Mr. President, what day is it? He could not get an answer. This is a man yeah. with dementia. This is a man who is not stable. This is a man who should be put out to pastor. That's it. Well, it's you, over with. They should have... 
They should have booked the 25th. And the fact is, if you look at Biden's facial, you could see the slump. I have he holds his hands. He walks like a drunk baby on wet yeah. grass. Get the hell out of here with these imbeciles. They all need to be no, thrown out of office. Instead, I have to pretend they're legitimate. And if you say anything, ooh, you're mean. Yeah, I'd rather be mean and free than polite and a slave. Thank you very much, Mitchell. I mean, it's an, ins- it's an insult to every single American born that died and yet unborn. Talking about Bernie, Bernie Sanders living closer to anybody else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. Uh, I, I, I do support fracking. This is my favorite part. You do support fracking. When, tonight? Hey, hey, you with your ears on your shoulders and that fracking thing on your neck, what is it? It's not a tumor. I think it is a tumor. There's something wrong with it. And now you like fracking. You ran for two years. You hated fracking. You were like Biden. You're going to get rid of it all. Now you like it. Why? Because you're a liar. Whether you have half your wits, whether you have all your wits, the reality is you're a dimwit. Fracking, and I don't, I don't, I don't. I support fracking, and I stand, and I do. Sad part is he's better than most of the radio hosts that are selling this stuff. My, my, my legislation says there can be no more than eight bullets in a round, okay? Jeez, oh, how you let these idiots. I'm dead serious. They couldn't be crossing guards. That's the truth. Can these two, these two adults throw a couple more in there? Could they be crossing guards? I don't think they could. Uh, Chuck and Dullivan. You ain't going to believe this. I'm sitting in the dark, 530 in the morning, out in Muskego, Wisconsin. Somebody knocks on the window of my truck, and he goes, are you Chuck from Delvin? I go, yes, I am. He says, hi, I'm Jordan. He said, I got to spend two hours with Sean yesterday. That was like a a three-and-a-half-hour trip one way for that kid to drive down there to see you. He said it was one of the best days of his life. Oh, that kid was a a good kid. Oh, thank you. Good good iron worker kid. I like that kid a lot. He's more than welcome to come anytime. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. Dan Green Oaks. Hey Sean, it just, you know, I was watching that debate and it reminded me of of you know Cook County voters and what they what they're willing to put up with. I don't know if you remember this, but way back in 1990, John Stroger had a massive stroke. Yes, I like do. Three, yeah. three weeks before the primary, and he was running in the Cook County in the primary for Cook County board chairman, and his opponent was Forrest Claypool, who was a reform candidate. And nobody knew the condition of John Stroger. It was like... Yeah, was you had like, to wait uh, for him to officially be pronounced dead before he was able to slip his other short in the bus son in there. Not to right. mention... And so for, you got the... Right, how about so all Mellon? the ward bosses, yeah. All the ward bosses got their Democrat voters to vote for the guy in the coma rather than the reform candidate. <laughs> you, you don't want the reform candidate to win. Vote for the guy in the coma, and then we'll decide for you... What does that remind you of, Dan? And I'm yeah. serious. What does that remind you of? That's how mafias are run. When the yeah, old man yeah. dies, the dimwit son, little sugar in his tank, ride side saddle, he pretends to be the Don. Because the similarities, right. they're not just a coincidence, they're both organized crime. They're both mafias. Thank you very much. It's the only way anybody could explain Dick Mel's daughter. One day she shows up in one of his suits. Next thing you know, she's the alderman. It's a real joke. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Then there's the other little scam that 
that they're all navigating. The, the dirty bomb allegations from Russia as it relates to Ukraine. Do you believe that this is the beginning of a false flag operation? Is Russia preparing now, to... Now, just so you could keep up with this, what they want you to believe, aside from the fact that Russia blew up their own delivery system of the very important commodity of which they make billions and billions of dollars. Russia blew it up. Oh, okay. And they don't want you to release the investigation from the Nordic countries, which proves that we blew it up and the rest of it. All right, all right. They want you now to think that Russia, this is almost priceless, they're going to set off a dirty bomb in Russia, and they're going to say it's the Ukrainians so they have an excuse to nuke them or whatever. Like they need an excuse? This is us covering up the fact we have been working with a bunch of fracking Nazis to fight Russia in another proxy war, whether just like in Afghanistan. By the way, did you hear what that? This is the Ukrainian Nazis and their chant, their special forces to Bandera, Stefan Bandera. Well, now I know why there's, they didn't shoot the Hills Are Alive with the sound of music in Ukraine. Whew, that's rough. Jan Hoffman Estates with an excellent point. Hey, Sean, Sean, I love you. I hey. love your mean and free thing, too, also. But listen, we got to turn, tell everybody the rest of the story after they got rid of soldiers. They put Dorothy Brown in there for three months, and then she's collecting $112,000 a year pension. That's how we cannot elect Alexi. <laughs> Alexi to the Secretary of State because then he'll be getting about three. Oh, he's got his new haircut. He's got his extra cut suit on. And everybody forgot what a scumbag he is because he's a Democrat oligarch. His family, another yeah, one, well, they should all be in prison. talking about the scumbag that he is. Oh, I talk about it. And here, is it three months? Just think about that. Three months they allowed this buffoon to pretend she was a politician. And now, how long has she been alive ever since? Hundred and twelve thousand three percent compounded interest raise every year. This, exactly. And all you got to do is pull the lever. Pull the lever. Which freak you want in there? You want you want Grady? You want the one just like Jiminy Cricket? Who do you want in there? How about the guy in the female underpants? All right, that's fine. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Love you back. Did you know that I was uh, reading the story here, Squirrel? Somebody sent me a, a, a stat that I thought was fake. You saw the Penn State, the girl spit on Alex Stein, the comedian. She spit on him, young girl, giving him the finger, making her father, I'm sure, very proud. Did you watch it? It's fascinating. And it happened at Penn State. So somebody said that the the president of Penn State makes $1.3 million a year. $1.3 million. That's $110,000. I'm sorry. Where's my? Yeah, that's $110,000 a month. $110,000 a hundred and ten thousand dollars a month. I think I'm low. I think it's one hundred and sixty thousand uh, a month. And you know what her name is? Ben Dapudi. I like saying that. It makes me feel like I'm swearing. Her name is Ben Dapudi. Huh? What do you expect? Give her one point three million to Ben Dapudi. Uh, Tom Blue Island. Hey Sean, I don't care what these leftists say. That debate. That Fetterman debate was funnier than any episode of Seinfeld or Saturday Night Night Live that they've had in the last 10 years. The only thing that would have been any funnier is if it would have been you up there debating them and just cracking wise every time that knucklehead opened his trap. Tom, you know, I was was talking this over with somebody who I am related to, and uh, they said, you know, you got to be careful because you don't want to seem mean. 
oh, I don't want to seem mean. But running this imbecile, that's normal? This is a representative republic. Do you understand how important this job is? That is, it is supposed to be based in character, in integrity, in knowledge. And this short bus son of a gun didn't have it before he had the stroke. And now I got to pretend he's qualified to do anything. Why don't you just go back, sit there with your ex-stripper wife, and wait for your daddy to cut your trust fund checks? Okay there, stupid? We're fracking. He has never met an air, uh, uh, an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about. Iran. What? What is swipe right? Oh, it's a Tinder thing? Tinder? Well, that must be, that explains how he met his wife. Did you see her? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got like 72 friends that got a lap dance from her at the dollhouse. To be mayor back in 2005, I'm the only person on this stage right now that has con- con- success. I'm not making fun. I have one of my friends married that girl. And it ended up just the way you think it did. Well, his, his family's company was, it was set, levied the largest fine for immigration hiring of, of, of immigrate uh, illegals. Yeah, we'll get back to you there. Yeah, Senator! Mumbles. Uh, Don in Bloomingdale. Sean, the reason the Democrat Party has to try and carry this Uncle Fester across the finish line is because if they can't, if they try to explain that he's not fit to run, then they're going to have to explain Joe Biden, and they can't do that. That is why the, 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 the real basis of a, of a lot of my questioning of the results of the fraud that they're calling an election in 2020 you're going to tell me that joe biden this buffoon who's been a buffoon since he was the vice president who barack obama made fun of openly got received 15 million more votes than barack who listen i didn't agree with barack on jack i mean I respect the fact that he is a smooth-talking swindler, a charismatic son of a gun. I have a friend of mine that knew him. He's like, if you met him, you'd like him. I'm sure I would, because he can present himself in a way. He can articulate a variety of different complex philosophies. Even if you disagree with him, he has a grasp of the issues. You're talking about a, a, a man who, who, is in, who is clearly suffering from dementia and and it's not oh you're taking a cheap shot no you're taking a cheap shot you have a president that cannot speak that cannot think that we are on the on the precipice of world war three our economy is a fraud itself the quality of our life sinks every day and i have to show respect for this no that's why i'm a terrible slave don the problem is this country is full of too many good slaves They're called Democrat victims. Thank you very much. And they'll continue to vote Democrat. As a Democrat, does this not offend the people who are Democrats? And then you 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 play this. You should sit this one out about in terms of what a a uh, a secure border. I I believe I I believe you know is is right now is is China. Everybody in Braddock, an overwhelming majority uh, community of of black uh, community. And then you play this. So anyway. I'm optimistic it's going to take some time, and uh, I appreciate the frustration of the American people. You appreciate the frustration of the American people. There has never been this amount of homelessness. There has never been this amount of people on welfare. Now I understand that's your goal. There has never been this kind of suicide rate. There has never been this kind of a fascism in which the results of our We have an uptick in deaths in data for the last 60 years. Your vaccine is killing people. And you you feel my frustration? 
You don't even know what frustration is there, diaper wearer. What you do know is what a rash is like. I don't know what a rash is. You remember having a rash, diaper rash? Do you? No, me either. I've been out of those things for years. Hopefully, we'll never go back in them. Carol. Hi. Good afternoon, Sean. Hi, um, I, About a month ago, I called my representative uh, L.G. Sims. L.G. Sims. My state senator, yes. Right. And I called him regarding this crime bill, or <laughs> just let him out bill. And it, I was told by whoever was in the office that they've been working many years on this bill. It's the law. Uh, it's passed. Deal with it. That's what they told you? Yes. And that's Deal why, you know, it. I'm going to tell you, this is the kind of reaction years ago before I started calling radio stations. I was obviously an earner because I'm a decent person. And I, I'll never forget it. as a young man, I started to realize, okay, this is, you know, a guy would tell me, did you pay your taxes yet? I go, ah, it's, you know, I didn't file yet. Oh, where did, you, did you put away? Nah, I'm like, how bad could it be? And then you realize they extort you for 40% of your money. And I started to really pay attention. And back then we had the scumbag, uh, Louis Gutierrez was my congressman. Way back then, he, he somehow he became Elmwood Park's congr- congressman. And I'll never forget, there was an issue up, and he voted the way the communists vote. And I called his office, and he had some guy answer the phone. He's like, hello? The guy didn't speak English. I said, who, who, who did I call here? He's, I, 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 I said, let me talk to Louis Gutierrez or somebody who works for him. I work for him. Couldn't even speak English. So you're making fun of us now. Now you're making fun of us as you rub our face in your failure. Because what they understand, Carol, is it's not easy for you to sell your house. It's not easy. No, no. But... Here's the thing. If you have respect for yourself and you see the kind of rulers, the kind of open fascist the Democrat mafia is, you can't take it. You can't take it. And that's why, Carol, I, I don't know how old you are. I don't care. I don't well, care. We're, we're old. We're old. But the, the good news is I don't live in Cook County. Doesn't he matter. represents me in Chicago, and we are two counties south. Carol, you got one life, honey. Whether you got one day or one year or ten, don't waste it on these rat Democrats. Thank you, Carol. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back. We have to build back better. We have to compete. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. When you Good song. Nice song, Everything's Yeah, let's go back to it. Play music from a time that made a lot of sense. And this kind of... You imagine in the 70s. I'm dead serious about this. In the 70s, this kind of nonsense going on. Just think back. Would society tolerate this? Not even close whether it's doctors that want to spend $4 billion to God knows where. And by the way, they're all stealing the money. People in these countries don't get the money. Just like the people here don't get the money. It's why you see homelessness going through the roof. The whole time they're promising you it's getting better. Who do you believe? Joe Biden and his wet socks or your lying eyes? Democrats are lowering your everyday costs like prescription drugs, health care premiums, energy bills, and gas prices. That's, that, that's the other thing about gas. He keeps saying gas is going down. And by the way, the price of gasoline continues to fall. It's down for the third week in a row. They're down $1.25 a gallon from the beginning of the summer. And gas prices in the decade before the pandemic were averaging $3.30. Yeah, but hey, you with the doll hair sewn to your skull. 
What about diesel? You were able to trick and and coerce different companies and gas stations, and you had these fat pigs like Pritzker take off taxes of these punitive states. What about diesel? Where'd diesel go? And, and what do you know about gas? Hey, moron, you haven't bought anything with your own money since 1972. Whore, yet somehow you're worth tens of millions. I don't know if I'm more offended at you or your imbecile brother. Your imbecile brother, the one that stole the tape from Blockbuster and his $1.5 million contract to build houses in Iraq. But it does explain why your foreign policy, though. It does explain the foreign policy of the frauds. The anti-war Democrats who never saw a war they couldn't profit from. Scum. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. Now, listen, the other day you had a guest on. He was basically uh, talking about how important is uh, your program and all the things you cover and everything, and I agree with him 100%. So I was going to tell you something. You are the number one oh. top A kicker on the radio, and it ain't even close, bro. No, it ain't even close. <laughs> I hate well, no, I'm just telling you, man. You. Me. Okay, now here's my point about something else. You take a uh, look at uh, how that um, the person who let out that information about the justices, uh, which way they were going to rule on the uh, abortion thing, okay? Nothing on it. You don't hear nothing. They didn't catch no, nobody. That's, nothing. That's, that's, their, that's their thing. They're fine with that. It's like here in Chicago. What do you hear about Mike Madigan? What do you hear about about uh, Ed Burke? What do you hear about Dick Mel? What do you hear about any of it? Because they have the protection of government. Government is the mafia. They're not interested in breaking okay. up their own scandals. Now, how about this? So, January 6th, when they took and the whole thing started off because there was the threat of the pipe bombs. Okay, pipe bombs. They found the pipe bombs. Like, yeah. Do you know, they never found nobody. There, there, there's nobody... Listen, that was either somebody that was uh, one of the uh, the handler, the uh, reps, the handler. It was probably one of his guys or something like that. That was all phonied up and everything like that, that brought them things in there. That's why you don't see reps. He, he's not in jail. You don't see the person that did the pipe bomb. Can you do jail. me a favor? You don't see- I, I, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. Undercover video captures Colorado's Attorney General at a lavish event in Hawaii, paid for in part by corporations that many state attorneys general are suing and investigating. So I'm going to play that in the third hour. But do you understand what that is? State attorney generals are sent to Hawaii. They're living on the dollar of companies they're supposed to be investigating and watching. Our judicial system is bastardized and corrupt, which is why you're lucky you didn't go away for January 6th. After all, you don't believe this diaper-wearing dimwit one. And what this is is to send a message to make you afraid to think what you already know, that this rat bastard and the rest of them steal elections and they profit from it. Simple. Thank you very much, Craig and Mount Green. But of course it is. Ray Epps, they don't care. Ray Epps works for them. Just like the soldiers that were killing the Russians that we pretended were Ukrainian. And we ignore the Ukrainian Nazis. And we pretend they blew up their pipeline. We pretend there's a dirty bomb. They need the scams, man. They're stealing trillions, man. Not billions. Trillions. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I am very excited to talk to my next guest. But before I do, I want to set the stage a little bit. Because I like to think about things the way the mafia thinks about things. Imagine coming up with a scam. With a tactic. With a scheme. With a prospectus. Where the information you give is not only fluid, but is corrupted. And natural occurrences can always be used to support your cooked information. And ultimately... You can come to a conclusion where human beings would be guilty for simply living and surviving. And we could figure out a way to tax them on that. I just described to you what the Green Agenda eco-Nazis have been doing to us for 70 years as they've been wrong for 70 years. My next guest is somebody who has been screaming from the rooftops that they've been wrong for decades. He's written over 25 books on everything from the economy to history to politics and including the eco-Nazi scam. His name is Dr. Jerome Corsi. I am proud to have him on my show and proud to call him friend. Hi, Doc. How are you? Great, Sean. Great to be back with you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. In fact, I was going to call you the week of the hurricane. I was in Naples, Florida when it hit. I had been talking to a few locals, and they said, yeah, it'll go right on by. And there was one guy in the corner who's been selling real estate there since the 80s. And he said, unless it follows the path of Donna. And sure enough, it followed the path of Donna, and I had to buy a new car. However, this is not something that's new for Florida. It's just that now everyone is afraid all the time. Isn't that right? Well, yes, and they want to blame everything that occurs, including this Hurricane Ian, on global warming or climate change. But it's nonsense because we've been having hurricanes forever. Actually, we're having fewer right now than we historically have. And uh, I wrote an article in American Thinker, which really looked at the science, and a lot of good scientists were saying that the carbon dioxide just does not generate enough energy. It is not enough of a greenhouse effect to cause these major kinds of events like hurricanes. Uh, it's really the ocean currents and a lot of other factors that have much more of an impact. Water vapor, which is 70% of all greenhouse gases, which the left never talks about. So this, again, is another hoax, Sean. I think you're exactly right that Weather events like hurricanes have been happening in in Florida for for about ever, and they're probably going to continue. So this is really just a weapon to wield for the fascists, for the collectivists, for the corrupt government oligarchs to take profit on and redirect and forever change the trajectory of our economic system, the one that built the richest and the strongest and the country that was the youngest. And they're kind of out of the closet which is one of my favorite phrases to deal with with the modern-day Democrats. They're out of the closet about their actual plans. They're bragging from the dimwit and diapers president all the way down to uh, your local municipal Democrat. They're bragging that they're going to transition the economy when what they're really going to do is forever seize and backdoor nationalize the economy. It's interesting statistic. I was looking up the driving costs over six years for a Toyota RAV4, and a Tesla, and then Toyota RAV4 Highland uh, Hybrid. Doctor, it's astonishing that the Tesla 
over the same course of time, the same cost of energy, the same miles per year, costs more than double of the Toyota RAV4. So they're not interested in what's best for society. They're not interested in what's best for anybody. What they're interested in is controlling the velocity of money. That's what this whole thing is about. And they've come up with a creative way to do it and a way to keep all the, all the sheep into a nice little herd. Isn't that really the scheme? Well, that's, that's the whole theme of my new book, which is out now. It's the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change. Uh, it's on Amazon, the other uh, websites, as an e-book, as a, electro- no, as a paperback book. You get a paperback, you get electronic, you can get an audio version of it, and uh, we've reduced the price to make it a paperback. But the whole theme is that since the environmental movement was taken over by the neo-Marxists, the Green New Deal, is an attempt to demonize carbon dioxide, because when they can do that, hydrocarbon fuels emit carbon dioxide, not enough to make a major climate effect. They explain how carbon dioxide is really a trace molecule in the atmosphere. It's, it's, its greenhouse gas effect is almost unmeasurable. It's so small. But the neo-Marxists want to eliminate hydrocarbon fuels because they know that's the engine of capitalism, and it will reduce to poverty millions of people around the world, which this whole Green New Deal is in the process of doing. You, you can see it happening right now in Europe where energy prices are skyrocketing because Russia's cut off the it's, natural gas. It's and, suicide. And, and it's have economic all, suicide. They, they, right. And the, the renewable fuels are not powerful enough to substitute it, it. And they'll substitute exorbitant costs, and they will not be able to produce the energy that hydrocarbon fuels could have. And, the, and we're not going to save the climate. The whole thing is absolutely uh, hogwash in terms of real scientific climate theory, the understanding. We have been beating the arguments since they reared their ugly heads when they first predicted an ice age. We have been following them around in their web of deception. But the reality is what this government's goal is, is the, is the goal of all totalitarian governments, to have a society that is impoverished because then they are willful slaves to your inside deals and your open corruption and your oligarch system. That is what they're doing to us. They're not fooling anybody with an IQ over 60 or somebody that doesn't want to be in the mafia. Do you think maybe the people are aware of it as there has never been a more obvious fraud in a position of power like Joe Biden and his cohorts? Well, the Biden administration is failing badly in any number of factors, including this massive inflation we have. And the Federal Reserve does not look like they're either willing or able to stop it. Uh, we're going into a much, I think we're going to have a massive economic crash after the election. Uh, the stock market, they can boy up for a few days like they're doing right now before the election. But it's going to crash massively uh, after the election. The housing market's already crashed. And I think people are waking up to the agenda. They're seeing what's going on in the schools with the transgenderism and the kids being told that they maybe think they're boys, but they're really girls, or vice versa. I mean, this whole thing, I think, is going to affect parents who don't want their children indoctrinated. I mean, these are children that they brought into the world, they've raised, and now they're being told that their their gender is wrong. These kids are in kindergarten. They don't even know what sex or gender is about. Uh, and this is a totalitarian agenda. And with the energy as their main focus right now, they're going to try to reduce everybody to be dependent on government, and you've got people in Germany who are cutting down forests. They know they're going to freeze. 
People in Poland are baying uh, coal plants to give them enough coal to get through the winter. And in Europe, we've already seen a change of government after 40 days in office crash over the exorbitant cost of fuel. Italy's changed governments. The whole EU is a mess. And we're about to see the failure of these renewable policies. I think average Americans are going to wake up to it finally. I hope so, because I don't want to. I mean, what you see going on in Europe is what you predicted when you when you wrote the books, uh, in particular, your last book, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming and Climate Change. But the reality is we're in 2022 and these Europeans are cutting down trees like it was 1840. They're literally regressing back to what we've climbed out of thanks to the Industrial Revolution and the true progress of propertyism and Americanism. And uh, unfortunately, the American polit- political whore isn't interested in stoking the, the individual. They're interested in taking over the industries and forever changing the trajectory of American wealth and prosperity. My question to you well, is... When you take a look at this at this ridiculousness, at this obvious failure and the idea that the windmills provide anything other than a payoff scheme to those on the inside. And the fact is they don't break even for 20 years. They have a life expectancy of 21. Do enough people know that information? Are there enough ex-Californians that were told like 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 the help of a rich man to not plug in their car and to lower their thermostat or have they done what the Chicago Democrat does and just bend knee to you know whatever corrupt moron tells them what to do? Oh, I think this this winter people are going to be starting to experience really massive brownouts and uh, loss of electricity altogether. Uh, they're in the middle of winter when it's cold. I think you're going to find throughout the country there's going to be massive price inflation. Look at the price of food today. All this is related. I mean, this is the a systematic destruction of the economy by a neo-Marxist group that wants to end capitalism. And they're going to end capitalism by making our children afraid that they're not going to have a future because mommy and daddy are putting gasoline in their cars. Hydrocarbon fuels, coal, oil, natural gas, are all natural products of the earth. They are not fossil fuels. The major theme of my book. Yes. And the changes, changes that occur with earth are cataclysmic changes. They're not minor changes. We have today less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere than we've had virtually ever in geological time in, in 2.6 billion years of the Earth's history. Which could, in That's fact, be hurting that. the Earth. Well, it's going to affect all kinds of things. I mean, they, they want to take hydrocarbon fuels out of fertilizer. That's going to affect the, the food supply. Uh, they want to impose carbon taxes on people. They're going to have to pay carbon taxes for breathing. If we exhale carbon dioxide, this whole idea is a suicidal idea. Plants absorb carbon dioxide. We're in an interglacial warming period. We ought to be happy about it. We get more plants with more carbon dioxide. There's only 400 parts per million. Industrial age was 200 parts per million. 135 million years ago, we had 7,000 parts per million in the atmosphere of carbon dioxide, and we had ice ages. This whole theory is absolutely nonsense. And it's demonizing carbon dioxide, which is a minuscule impact on the Earth's temperature. It is not the driver of Earth's temperature and warming. That's nonsense. You know, Doc, one of the reasons I was going to call you is because the greatest obstacle to this corrupt mafia government are people like me and you and my listeners. 
people who are capitalists, people who love the, the idea of property rights and people who understand the Enlightenment, we still can push back against it. And do you know why I was going to call you up? Because I just missed you because I enjoyed so much working on our podcasts uh, for the book, The Truth About Energy and Global Warming and Climate Change. But because at these prices, Doc, and now I'm going to go back to your old career when you were working in the on Wall Street, when you were in economics at these prices, isn't it advantageous for a group of us? to get together and start to produce the oil ourselves through the process that was utilized in the 30s by the then uh, Third Reich as we try to push back against the American Fourth Reich. I mean, at a certain point, we could put a couple guys together with money and start producing this abiotic oil, can't we? Well, yes, I mean, the formulas are in the Weimar Republic. It was how gasoline and oil, natural gas, all these are formulated, all the hydrocarbon fuels. Uh, the Fischer-Tropsch process, the Nazis had synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel throughout World War II. They made it from coal. But you can make, you can make uh, gasoline from all kinds of different elements. You know, in, in the inner earth is producing, the mantle of the earth is producing hydrocarbons on an ongoing basis. And that Fischer-Tropsch, how do you say it, Fischer-Tropsch price, how do you say it? Fischer-Tropsch, it's F-I-S-C-H-E-R. P-R-O-P-S-C-H, Fischer Tropsch. There were two chemists in Germany in the Weimar Republic who came up with the equations to show how hydrocarbon fuels, including gasoline, diesel fuel, are produced. By the and that Earth. process was existing, was being manufactured in what I can count as, if I remember correctly from your book, 82 factories, 82 warehouses. So at a certain well, point, why not just beat them with, the, with that information? Now we don't have to well, dig. I don't need land leases. I mean, how much could it cost? It's, the hydrocarbon fuels are so abundant in the earth that when you're allowed to drill them, when you're allowed to do like Donald Trump did and have energy policies that make sense, we can have abundant hydrocarbon fuels. It's almost unimaginable that we'd ever run out. And we could have them at very cheap and inexpensive prices. Instead, by raising the price of energy, it's again a way to destroy capitalism. Yeah, but you, you make those Saudis to... rich. Well, and again, the Saudis are not very happy about any of this. They're not cooperating with Biden at all. Uh, they understand what's going on in policies in the Middle East, which they can't stand, namely arming Iran, letting Iran get nuclear weapons. The Saudis are very opposed to that. Donald Trump knew that. But going back to energy, the, the Nazis were producing virtually all of their oil and natural, all of their gasoline and diesel fuel by in World War II by these Fischer-Tropsch plants. They had, no, they had no oil. They had to produce it from right. coal, or they had to get it from Romania or the other places who were producing oil out of the ground, which is why you know, Germany was so anxious to invade Ukraine and get the hold of these oil fields. Germany didn't have them. And, you know, we can, what the point is, is oil is a natural product of the earth. Hydrocarbon fuels like gasoline and diesel fuel are easily manufactured. If you understand how the Earth does it, it's not fossil fuel. It's not some dead dinosaur or plankton or any other living tissue. Living tissue deteriorates yeah. or dies. You what bury it because it's going to smell. You don't put, you don't line a casket. You know, with with, uh, with plastic because they have the till is going to turn into oil. Yeah. You mean there's stuff. no dino soup? You know, this is why I wanted to call you before the hurricane. I want to go in the bit. Come on. Sean and Jerome's uh, uh, abiotic oil. I always wanted to be James Dean and Giant. I can wear a cowboy hat. I say we pull it off. Right. Well, we could do it. I mean, it could be done again. And, and the American people need to understand that 
We have all the formulas. We got some from the Nazis. They're available. I found them in the archives. I published them in this book and in others. Black Gold Stranglehold, I published in 2005. That's when I discovered you. Right. And, and now with this new book, I really give you the formulas. I explain the chemistry. I show you how you can produce gasoline and diesel fuel any number of different ways. It's a, it's a well-understood chemical process. It is mm-hmm. not ancient anything, and it is not manufactured in sedimentary rock. It comes up through bedrock fractures like it does in Saudi Arabia. The bedrock under the oil fields is deeply fractured. And we don't need, so the, the, we don't need the drilling license. We don't need the permit. Oh. I'm telling you, I say we hoist them with their own petard. We could do it, and I look good yeah. in a cowboy hat. Just give it some thought, Dr. Bad, Jerome. It's not, not a bad idea. I kind of like it. I, I think it's probably a good idea. I'm telling you. That's why. And I'll tell you, your books are absolutely fantastic. This is a game changer. The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change. I had so much fun working on our podcast, and the best part is I got to uh, get to know you, and you are truly somebody I admire. Thank you so much, Dr. Jerome Corsi. My great pleasure. I'll be happy to come on the show anytime you ask, Sean. Thank, Thank you. you. Wonderful. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, it's funny as you see what separates the philosophical moorings of the differences in the parties, the willful slaves, the wannabe welfare, the wannabe gangsters. Can I get a job? I'll vote for you. Do I get a pension? Ooh, even better. I'll put up with anything you rat bastards do. It's funny when you see exactly how the talking point propaganda just spews from these imbeciles. Just spews from it. Now, I started the show by playing this MSNBC moron. John Fetterman tried his best under difficult circumstances. Mr. Oz, as a doctor, I think literally violated the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, he would never have advised any patient of his, I think, I hope, would have never advised any patient of his uh, in the aftermath of a stroke to even be on a debate. Yeah, yeah, shut the hell up. Now, that's because the talking points from the party, from the communist, the Marxist mafia, the Democrat headquarters, it came out. It was released this morning. And here is the produce softener, the Viagra Slayer, Behar, not so joy. Republican Party is running a bunch of ads about showing Fetterman you know, st- uh, stumbling on things because of the stroke. Mm-hmm. What kind of a doctor is behind that? Aren't you supposed to do no harm? It's so unempathetic to the guy, you know? It's virtually the same thing, only she sounds a little more masculine than the guy from MSNBC. And I just want to say that Oz is very slick. He's a TV guy. Yeah. Remember that. There's another woman in Arizona, Carrie Lake, also a TV woman. Mm-hmm. So they're very slick. You know, and Fetterman's kind of like, you know, with the stroke and without the stroke, he's not as slick. Uh, her saying slick repulses me. In fact, her just talking repulses me. They all repulse me. Here's another one. Sonny Hostin. I guess this is supposed to be pretty and smart as a Democrat version. Huh. Different standards on everything. It was really strange to me that he chose to bully a stroke victim. Yeah. Right? Like, he obviously was bullying him. And You mean the way you bullied Americans into staying home and putting an experiment in their arm? Whore? You mean that way? What exactly way do you mean? Sonny? Um, You know, I don't think the people of Pennsylvania... Or or, or maybe it's the union thuggery. 
you like, right? You like you don't mind that. The picket line, the teacher union, that's all fine with you, right? Sonny, Dimwit? Or the people in general um, liked that because Fetterman raised $1 million after that debate. Raised $1 million after that debate. Do you think it was because they think he'll be a good senator or because they know he's a Democrat whore like all of you? Undercover video captures Colorado's attorney general at a lavish event in Hawaii, paid for in part by corporations that many state attorneys general are suing and investigating. And tonight only on CBS4, how companies are paying big bucks for access to those top prosecutors. An investigation by... Do you know that's all these imbeciles do? Do you know why Fetterman, to their definition of qualified, is qualified? You don't actually do anything when you're a senator. You wait for your orders to come from Mount High. You step and you fetch. And any idiot, any Viagra slayer, any pretend lawyer can repeat the, the talking points, even if you have some sort of growth on your neck. It's not a tumor. I think it is. Something going on there. Bill in Desplaines. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, how are you? I love that scientist you got had on. That guy's fantastic. First of all, you know what's so fascinating about Jerome Corsi? Take a look when he was, a, you know, he's an older man. Take a look when he was a young man in the 70s. Take a look at some of the things that he was involved with in, in finance and economics as a young man. You want to talk about a renaissance man. This guy doesn't have a hobby. He just learns. I love it. It's a testimony to what you can do with a life. Go ahead. Yeah, he would. Uh, I'd like to see him talk about Yellowstone compared to global climate change. That'll take us out first. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you, when we yank the gavel out of that drunken skank's hand, uh-huh. can we uh, oh Biden's IRS thing? Don't we have the power of the purse to do that? It's funny because as I was listening to Joe Biden and his wet socks talk about how he narrowly passed the the free money to college deadbeats, I don't even think we need a Congress anymore. And I'm dead serious about this. As you watch him pay off the oligarchs that bribed him in Ukraine, that's all this is. And you watch the profiteering of his brother during the entire destruction of foreign policy under the Bush years. And you watch the bipartisan corruption in it. I'm going to tell you what, I don't think. Congress does anything except what they're told to do from the parties. They're not representing Bill. They're not representing Sean. They're not representing anybody but the corporations that bribe them like they took these AGs to Hawaii. I, I, I'm telling you right now, this whole, this whole system of government has been bastardized to where we're the slaves and they just got to keep us calm. And if we get too rowdy, now you intimidate. And that's how you call that protest on January 6th an insurrection. And that's how you spread the lie of people getting killed, aside from the only person to get killed, a veteran, by a fat-ass, loser, Democrat uh, cop. They're forgetting a true uh, insurrection occurred January or July 4th, 1776. Yeah. They better watch themselves, man. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I got too much to lose to even waste my time on Democrats. My thing now, I wouldn't even go through the trouble. It's time to secede from these corrupt pig states. And you're calling from one. 
Thank you very much. It's just the fact. It's probably not the list Chicago wants to be at the top of, but a new report from the University of Illinois at Chicago says the Chicago metro area is ranking as the most corrupt city in the country. The findings are based on the number of federal corruption convictions between 1976 and 2017. Any any update on uh, Mike Madigan's trial or how about Ed Burke? Did, did, Did we get any update from his Supreme Court justice wife? I wonder, you know, I, I, you have to like her, though. Really, she tolerated him at the Viagra Triangle with those $30 whores on his arm and the open and notorious bragging about what a gangster he is. And how about the meathead son? He's an co- interesting combination of genes. Short side of the gene pool. Uh, Mark, Northwest Indiana. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. You know, there's a great book on the topic. It's called An American Divorce by Jan Walsh. I, I, I would swear you wrote it. It's that, it's that good about session or uh, reorganizing the state. Yeah, I think it's there's, time. There's going to be a red wave in November, but it doesn't matter as long as we have to live around this blue cancer that will not quit. It's an incurable cancer. It's time for us in or reorganize the state, Article 6, Convention, whatever it takes. So I'm on board. It's a great book if you want to read it. Give me it again, Bray. No, I want to write it down. Give me it. It's called, it's called An American Divorce by J.N. Welch. And that's, oh, uh, wait, I did hear this. An American Divorce. Yes, it, I like that. It's a, it, it, I swear to God, you wrote it. Well, here's it the thing. These are, these are irreconcilable differences. I mean, as you look at these butter-handed pansy Democrats who chant for government, to restrict their fellow citizen because they can't pay their bills and they don't want to. You know, you know, they're calling this this tour of this dimwit in diapers a success because he talks about putting a couple of hundred dollars in the pockets of people at the cost of corporations. You should get on your knees like Kamala Harris and kiss the ass at a corporation. What do you think of that? Thank you very much, Mark. Because when you depend on government, this is the kind of corruption you get awful used to. Is going to be investing a hundred billion dollars. I think I go day after tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. What the hell is this imbecile talking about? The day after tomorrow or the day after tomorrow? Can you imagine what job could he get if it wasn't politics? Where would Joe Biden be able to afford those four thousand dollar suits you're used to seeing him in? What job could he get? So, anyway, I'm optimistic it's going to take some time. And uh, I appreciate the frustration of the American people. What an insult. And then he walks away. What an insult to every American who's been victimized by his corruption. That's what this is. It's not an economy. It's a, it's, it's a crime. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, talking about insults, your previous caller referred to Nancy Pelosi as a drunken skank. And it was extremely insulting. How could you let somebody insult drunken skanks like that? I mean, it's... Uh, could you all about? What, what did your show come to? If it wasn't the size of those hands, can you imagine her way back in the 70s? Way back in the 70s. You know what I mean? If you take a look at her, when it comes to Democrats, she's one of the least repulsive looking ones. And now you imagine when she was developing that drinking problem she's clearly got now. Get off at a table, Nancy. Give her whatever she wants. Those were the days had, and partying back. That polyester, no brazier. Yeah. Let it fly. I like hairy it. Hairy armpits. You know what she had, hairy armpits. No, I hate hey, to think of that. Boy, yeah. Sean, I got to tell you something. It's We got 13 days. People still make an effort. There are uh, some seats that can flip. There are about three or four. One was just moved uh, as far as con- congressional seat in Illinois. And so I just want to encourage people to go out and do yeah, that. I like and that, but I like this election, guy. I, I got a guy. And then after the election, yeah. contact you. Yeah. 
you know, and look for a place in Florida. I got a guy on the south side. I want to ask him if every uh, uh, south side Irish girl thinks seven inches is the size of a thumb. Thank you very much. Roger on the south side. Uh, seven inches. That'd be like three Irish guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you... uh, right. Just I'll talking about a, a Melrose Park yardstick. Go ahead. That's right. Uh, so I think there's, you, you probably know better than me, 16 or 20 voluntarily retiring senators or U.S. Congress. <laughs> you know what I love about okay. this? Go ahead and say it. Just say it. I just want everyone to hear. Okay. I, I seen this six months back. This was on Fox or something like that. Okay. All right. Uh, I think the lowest net worth of, uh, of, of was like at nine million. How do you get to be? Net, you, you, you did three terms in Congress, okay? Say you're a senator, so three. So you, they're on six six year terms, I think, aren't they? Yeah. Or, senators yeah. are six. Congress birthing they, and non birthing people are two. So okay. So say they're making uh, whatever they're at now. They used to be at a buck sixty five, buck seventy. Okay, but you got those, and you and you know, and anybody who lives in Chicago, if you're making a buck sixty and you got kids in Catholic school and car payments, and you're, you're done by the time you get forty percent of the taxes. Come on, you're busted every year. I know that. Yeah, come on. You're taking peanut butter and jelly to work, making fifty dollars an hour. Yeah. that's just how it is. So, okay, with that said, every single and, and it went up to almost nearly thirty million. Roger, are you kidding? I mean, how about Adam Kinzinger? Adam Kinzinger never oh. worked a day in his life. Right, he gets elected. He's a punk kid. People believe he's a, he's a conservative. He's never worked. Google is not worth. Look at Open oh. Secrets. Look at his pack. This punk, who's never done anything in his life, is worth what? Between they they say between what six to twelve million. Now he never yeah. made more than a buck seventy five. He was elected right. twelve years ago. Yeah. Where would he get the money? Yeah. He stole the, old, the money. He sold I don't like the government. Doing this. I know. I don't like having to say this at all for any Democrat or any of these rotten people. One of the only ones, and you might get hot about this, Sean, who was who was not become who did not become independently wealthy was Lipinski's kid. I don't. Yeah, that's true. And I'll tell you the other one that I I I am remotely impressed with the one who ran with McCain, Lieberman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, but I don't when know. You look the, at Joe Manchin, lives on a $3 million boat. His daughter was involved in the scandal of uh, insulin. And I had to listen to Republicans pretend this guy was good for you. Come on. And then that, that, I, that I, rat moron pig with the glasses at Cinema in Arizona as she negotiated uh, with Wall Street for the carve outs. Come on. It's just I hope that open. That Joe Roger, you know this. You get used to it. You get used to it. And then you start to admire it. And before you know it, you're a tough guy voting Democrat. I know I grew up with a lot of them. Thank you, Roger. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'll tell you, Squirrel, you are good at this. Which is a good thing, because you cannot dunk a basketball. In the meantime, we may have found the problem. The standards are either low, or uh, ours are really, really high. Last night's debate performance, does the president have any concerns about, has he ever raised, uh, either in conversation with you that you've been a part of, or or with others here at the White House, um, any concerns about his health? So I'll say this, it, um, with in personal conversations that the president has had with the lieutenant governor, the president has found him to be impressive, uh, incredibly. It's got to sound like a speech impediment. 
class when these two imbeciles are talking to each other. You got Dementia Joe and Fetterman. And uh, is anybody going to ever answer what is on his neck? It's not a tumor. I think it is. Bright and talented person who's Wrong. just as capable as always uh, to carry out uh, his office, uh, the duties Wrong. of his office, as we know he is lieutenant. This is the standard. <laughs> this is the standard to be a senator in America. He's perfectly uh, capable. Oh, is he? Governor currently, his health, seeing the same comments from independent medical experts that you all have noted and, and uh, that the improving symptoms. Now you know why they okayed that vaccine. These are the kind of guys that tell you this kid, this is okay. All understood what happened. You know, they uh, they understood what happened. We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believed in cutting Medicare and in, uh, Social Security. Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting Medicare. Yeah, you're. It's fine, and that's a vaccine. Put it in your arm. These, these medical experts said so. Uh, he has have uh, to do with the speech and hearing, not all with uh, cognitive function. No. So uh, again, he thinks that uh, he looks forward to working with the lieutenant governor in the future, and um, and sees him as an authentic uh, individual who is fighting every day for the middle class and, and finds him incredibly uh, impressive. Sideshow Bob, whose opinion were we looking for? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him uh, foot. foot Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Yeah, they're both fine. Everything's just fine. Vote Democrat, you get a pension. Morons. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Of the failed American policy of a border, the concept of a border, what it means. Ironically, many people are very open to a free flow of decent immigration, but that's not in the best interest of a crooked government. What's in the best interest of a crooked government is to pretend that there is a problem that is not self-induced and that somehow if we just keep throwing money to the people who keep abusing it, it's somehow going to get fixed. It's not going to happen. But it is interesting to watch the scam go on. My next guest has been watching it for decades. His name is Simon Hankinson. He is a senior research fellow in the Border Security and Immigration Center at the Heritage Foundation. He has a new article out. Biden tries open windows theory. Simon, thank you for joining me. How are you? John, it's great to be back with you. You know, I'm, I'm going over this, and this is something that I've been hearing all of my life. I'm from a neighborhood in Chicago that ironically... Um, is a neighborhood where illegal aliens really thrived in the 70s and 80s. And I am very good friends with some of those people who started out as children of illegal aliens and, you know, are, are Americans that really love the idea of Americanism. So my view of it, I love some of the people who do this, but it's really not about the people. They have us arguing about the people. To me now, it's about the problem. And at this level, at this stage of the problem, to me, this couldn't exist unless the government wanted it to. They want it to exist. They like it as a distraction, and they like it as a fundraiser. What do you think? 
Well, they have to like something about it because otherwise they would use any of the easily available tools to shut it down. I mean, they have set up a, I call it the Mayorkas migration machine. It's just a giant processing system to get people in, uh, parole them, and just kind of pump them off into the, the immigration backlog of 10 million cases. Um, it, it's a way of moving around the legal immigration system. They, these people think that there should be more immigration. They're not willing to go the, the proper route through Congress, so they just do it by the back door. And we have this system in America that the American people are fine with because the vast majority of people who support this are people who benefit from the extortion of the, of the people who thrive. So we have this system of penalizing the able in the name of the unable. And we have a system that is really, at this point, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars are in the welfare system, are in this, this quasi-socialist system that America pretends isn't. They need more pigeons for the sympathy of the Ponzi scheme, don't they? Well, I mean, this country works if, if more people work than take, if you see what I mean. It was always built on the, on the idea that individuals would, through hard work and creating businesses and, and uh, great ideas, people like Thomas Edison or Andrew Carnegie, that the country would be built and we could carry a certain amount of those who are either incapable of working or not interested in working, uh, but we can't carry uh, the bulk. And, and I you know, I think that the way the system is, is working now, we're at, what, $31 trillion in debt, yeah. um, and we're kind of moving in the wrong direction. Yes, but you also have the... Um I hate a system that, that, that constantly wins, even as the people lose. And that really sums up this immigration issue. You know, the numbers are, are, are beyond staggering, and the numbers they keep giving us are the numbers they gave us in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 2000s. The reality is the government has no idea the amount of people who are here illegally. But what they do know is the chaos that is caused is something the government has been able to profit from. And no better example is there other than the drug issue, which never seems to have a bump in the supply chain. In fact, it is thriving. They even have a new drug that not only enriches cartels and I'm assuming people who are in our government as they help them get through, and we know this has happened since the days of Pablo Escobar. But they are also enriching China, which is the main manufacturer of this fentanyl. It's astonishing to me. We never seem, we have busts that pretend to soothe the minds of the people who are willful slaves, but they never really drive up the prices. Fentanyl and heroin are at 1960 price levels. Um, how many government officials do you think are in on it at this point? How's that for a question you don't want to answer? <laughs> uh, look, you know, the government, like every organization, is always going to have a few bad apples. But uh, having worked there for most of my career, I would say that in all the agencies I dealt with, most of them are just hardworking schmoes trying to, trying to do their job. Yeah, but there's a Barry Seal somewhere. And this, come on, at this level of supply. You know, I, I, I'm, I primarily live in Florida, and I monitor a lot of the news. And they just had a bust where they bust two guys. But these two guys have enough fentanyl to kill everybody in Florida 12 times over, which lets you know it's not about where they bust them. It's about how much they don't catch. And, you know, we're at over 100,000 Americans dying of fentanyl. And nobody's really talking about it except on talk radio here and there. Government's not really talking about cracking down on this. How many people, in your opinion, have to die before the government takes up this issue? 
That's a really good question. I asked the same question about terrorism. Um, something like 100 people who were on the terrorist watch list got through in the last uh, year. Um, I asked the same question about crime. You know, every week there's some horrible case. You know, it's a rape in Ohio of a 10-year-old girl. There's a double murder in Alabama of a mother and her son, both committed by illegal aliens. There's the, the 50 people who, who were, you know, killed in the trailer. Um, yeah. Maybe it has to be the wrong person's uh, relative or, you know, a sufficient number of people. That's I, what, I, I read in, <clears throat> Go ahead. That's what the people in Chicago are waiting for. It's just, it's just, the answer is simple. Close the fracking border, man. I mean, why do we have to pretend it's not? I, 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 he, I always said, why don't we have our training facilities for the Marine Corps, the Army, the Air Force, right along the border, and then we build a few prisons. We send a real signal, and we let the cops train there, policed from around the country. Go train at the border. I mean, you would at least detour these drug-dealing scum, wouldn't you? Well, you know, I guess if the, the Vieques uh, Island artillery range was, was uh, in uh, just in California or, or uh, Texas, it would probably be a deterrent. But I don't think we want to put people to that kind of risk. You know, look, I, I don't blame people for trying to cross the border. I understand why they do it. Um, I blame us for not enforcing our own laws. I mean, that's fundamentally the, 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 the problem. And as for how many people have to die of drugs, you know, I just even the New York Times admitted this weekend there was an article about three Perfectly ordinary people. One was a, a, a stockbroker, I think, and one was a social worker, and one was a banker. All of whom they, they ordered cocaine online. I guess that's the thing people do nowadays, young professionals. <laughs> um, laced with fentanyl, and they all died. Just one shot, one use. I mean, drug. if you can't fentanyl buy people. cocaine online, what the hell is the world coming to? For God's sakes, you know it's a it's 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 something that the stories are tragic. But they're ever perpetuated. They just don't stop. It just doesn't stop. It's like being in Chicago. You know, you almost don't hope for a nice weekend. We get 51 people. Shot. This is you get numb to this kind of staggering statistic. And, and, and to your point, I don't blame anybody for wanting to come here. My only question now is why would anybody do it legally anymore? You know, that's a great question. I spent uh, half my career doing legal immigration. And when I started off, I was in India, 19, uh, 2000, the year 2000, I got there. I did interviews of immigrants um, who were who had been waiting since 1985. There are brothers and sisters who I probably uh, worked on their cases who are still not in America because they've been waiting. That's how long it takes. We have a cap per country. Why would anybody want to wait that long if you could just walk across the border, claim asylum, and then basically live here, work here, have every benefit that a citizen has? You can even get a mortgage. That's the standard. Yeah, you can, get a you can even get a mortgage. So, um, and, and that's 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 a problem. We need we need to prioritize people who are legal, people who are doing it uh, the right way. American citizens who want their relatives to join them over people who just kind of rush the turnstiles. But this is the focus of of the modern government in America. We don't focus on the people who do things right. In fact, we extort them, we malign them. We all the focus on the, in this country. I mean, every single thing. I, you could pick a topic. Is it healthcare? Is it education? Whatever it is, the focus goes on the people who do everything wrong. They get all the attention, all the protection, and all the money. At a certain point, how how much longer is it before a bunch of people start putting their feet up? Well, you know, Wilfred Riley, uh, just reading his book, Hate Crime Hoax, he quoted someone else saying, when, when bad behavior is rewarded, you're going to get more of it. And that's what we're getting right now. Um, that, that goes back to my open windows theory. In New York City, when they start punishing people for jumping turnstiles, 
Turns out about one out of seven of them has an existing warrant because they've done something else. Because people who jump turnstiles aren't always the kind of people who respect every other law. So when you let it all go and you let people, you know, take a dump in the middle of the street like they do in San Francisco or shoot drugs, um, <laughs> you're going to get all kinds of other undesirable behavior. San Francisco just, I don't know if you saw it, they have a prototype toilet for homeless people. Cost the people of San Francisco $1.2 million. Did you see this thing? It's insane. I, I <laughs> and it's not going to be done until, like, what, 2025? Yeah. I could train my dog how not to go to the bathroom where I don't want him by rubbing his face in it. Yet America rewards all of this kind of skullduggery and failure, and they write it into their laws. And it's, it's something, you know, I, I learned this one with Obamacare, how much money these drug rehab institutes get from people who never had insurance. It's a multi-million dollar scam. And you look at some of the other issues with with the the corporations that pretend to be non-for-profits, in particular around illegal immigration. I mean, it's not just La Raza. It's another entity that lives in Texas. I want to say they made $250 million last year, and I can't see what they do. Isn't this something we've carved out of our tax system, out of our policy system, and there's no ending in sight because the numbers are just getting bigger and they're incentivizing this kind of law-breaking? Yeah, I I think there's a real problem when the numbers get so big that no one can compute. You know, Uh, the president just, uh, I I don't want to say forgave because that's not what happened. He transferred the, the college debt of thousands of people, maybe millions of people, onto you and me so that we have to pay them off regardless of whether or not we like the fact that they got a degree in, you know, flower arranging or gender studies or whether we ourselves paid our own debts off or maybe we didn't go to college at all. But because it's in the hundreds of billions of dollars, I don't think anybody can get their head around it. And that's the same thing with the national debt. It's the same thing with all the borrowed money from COVID. Um, that's a a real problem that we're going to have to figure out one day. I'm just hoping that they get enough success with the drug dealing and the drug scandals and the political corruption that grows just like it is in that third world hellhole, Mexico, that they all come here. Then maybe we can go there. I like seaside property. I think I'd rather live there. We could maybe do a swap. What do you think? You know, I've, uh, I've traveled around Mexico a couple of times and sure, they have a lot of issues of corruption and drugs uh, around the border right now. Yeah. Um, but a lot of that country is, is beautiful and, and pretty well run and civilized. Sure, and I, take a look I at Chicago. It's a sewer of destruction and mayhem. It's like the beginning of a Sherlock Holmes film. You could have it. It's the same kind of nonsense, the same kind of cartels, the same political corruption. I say we swap and we, you and I could learn how to surf. Well, there's a reason why there's tens of thousands of Americans living in Guadalajara. Yeah, exactly. They're, ironically, they're probably safer from the Sinaloas than they are in Chicago. You know how much I appreciate you and the Heritage Foundation, Simon Hawkinson. Keep it up. You can find his writings at Heritage.org. Hankinson, I said your name wrong. I apologize. You can find his writings at Heritage.org. Thanks again for coming on the show. I so appreciate you. Anytime, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, I wanted to go on a little uh, terror, but I, I, I have to tell you, we have somebody on the line that wants to tell me a joke. Not only does he want to tell me a joke, he's from Oak Park. And if anybody knows what funny is, it's an Oak Parker, where the women look like longshoremen with their Irish sweaters on and their sandals in the dead of winter with their unpainted toenail polish. I find it to be funny. I ever tell you about the time, Squirrel? I spent 20 minutes in a Starbucks in Oak Park thinking I was being magnanimous 
and a gentleman letting what I thought were women walk in front of me to order on a busy Monday morning. Turned out I was letting a bunch of old men in there. It's very confusing, Oak Park. It's the kind of place where trust fund babies all live in mansions and never have worked a day in their life and pretend to be socialists, yet they refuse to give away their grandfather's money and they live in mansions. Oak Park is the land of the really obviously funny and the stone ugly. Robert in Oak Park. Yes, Sean. Great show. Thank you. Question for you, sir. What's the difference between an elected Democrat and a prostitute? Ooh, at least one looks good in a skirt. At least with a prostitute, your needs were taken care of. <laughs> Thank you very much, Robert in Oak Park. Yes, but think about all of the talented, lovely prostitutes that didn't have a law license. How much they're kicking themselves, they could be vice president now. It's just the way my mind works. And now it's time to address some of the more obvious issues. And the obvious issues are kind of the things we were talking about when it comes to the immigration and the drugs and the yada yada. We keep following these frauds like we're dancing the tangle and we're the chick this time and we're following them as they lead us around. I think it's time we start cutting them off. Joe Biden said something. I believe this is the right clip. I guess we'll find out shortly. The whole big corporations accountable. And these steps will immediately start saving Americans collectively billions of dollars in unfair fees. So what he's talking about, big corporations accountable. So what he's talking about are banks, banks that uh, do your financial transactions for you. And what he's railing against is when you, the bank holder, are a scumbag and you pretend you have more money than you have and you pretend to pay bills. And when you bounce those fees that the bank charges you for covering your bust out ass, those are called Democrats, the people that do this. So this is a way to extort those fees so that banks just have to cover you. Well, how does that work? See, not everything's the government, you Irish gypsy short-in-the-pants fraud. Not everybody can just pretend that they have money, like you do, and you're corrupt gangster government. So you're not saving anybody money. You're bankrupting corporations so you can backdoor take them over. See, some people can figure it out. So what I'd like banks to do is now have a new mandate. I only want banks for non-Democrats. Let the Democrats scum bank amongst themselves. This way I can lower rates because the people like me, we don't do this. We don't bust out. We want to pay our debts. We're not scum. And the way you can do this is philosophically. It is the only way to discriminate. This country is built on rejecting communists, rejecting Nazis, rejecting socialists, and all other kind of forthright nonsense. So where is the bank that says from now on, no Democrats allowed? See, this is what you need to do. And you can do it with all kinds of different corporations. And that's how you secede economically. And that's the only way you're ever going to have a thriving business because I got news for you. Even the Oak Park Trust Fund baby rats that never want to, they want to be socialists, but not with their grandpa's money. They don't ever win. They're losers and they're frauds. And that's why the people who represent them are losers and frauds. Hello, Indivisibles. I'm here to highlight something that (laughs) is keeping me up at night. It's not Bill and it's not Bill and Viagra. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I believe you, Bill. Everybody believes you. And did you notice yesterday? She's got those eyes like Chucky the doll that stabs things. Did you notice that? And she's got the right eye. It's a cockeye. In Melrose Park, they call that a cockeye. It keeps going in. 
when she's talking to you. It's very confusing. I highly recommend you look at this. It's entertaining as well, and I don't know what an indivisible is. That's obviously somebody that doesn't know she's a crime syndicate member. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. You know what I'm focused on? No matter how bad things are, and they're, they're terrible, as Joe Biden destroys our country and people pretend he's not a dementia patient convalescing, no matter how bad it is, this inner thigh-chafing, rash-infested gangster never won! Yeah, never won. The only place you were ever elected is New York, and they'll elect pretty much anybody. Take a look at some of those idiots. That's like sewer Chicago. On a national stage, toots, everyone knew what you were. The Viagra crusher and the only woman Bill Clinton wouldn't mount. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Nobody blames you, Bill. Everybody understands why you jumped on everything that wasn't her. This poor thing could soften a cucumber. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. She's an election denier. She's an election denier. And she's also the reason that her gynecologist took off the whole week after her visit. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Can you buy enough votes to keep Democrats in charge? Can you steal enough ballot harvesting elections? To keep the Democrats in charge. If people look at the results of what a Democrat party delivers, there's no way you'd allow them to be in charge of anything. The only way they stay in charge is if they cut enough people into the mafia to stay in control. You know, like the sewer of Chicago. By the way, you want to talk about bullying. Did you see the car, the, the, the Mini Cooper right by your house or right by where you used to live, honey buddy? Did you see it where they shot into the car? They were on dirt bikes now. It's like Mad Max 3. That's the sewer of Chicago. It's just normal now. To live there. And after all, isn't that really what you are have, are just reaping what you sowed all of these years as you pretended the Democrat mafia was anything other than what they are? Daniel, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, I'm sitting at the Paddock Lake Burger King. All right. They got the Spectrum News on, you know. All right. I don't and like the sound this, of that. What the hell Spectrum News? Yeah, they News? got this, like, uh, abortion care. I had to watch it for five minutes straight. What's abortion care? I'm thinking, well, what the hell is abortion care? I tell you Does what, the, you... the baby doesn't win in the end of that. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you kill it carefully? Well, you know what? Maybe Come it's on, one of those God, safe. Maybe it. one. It's one of those safe abortions. You heard about that, didn't you, Daniel? Unbelievable, oh. John. You know, it makes me sick. Of course it does. And you know, after all, that's healthcare now. Listen to this, Daniel. You'll like this, Clint. I'll never forget this. I know it's. I know it's painful. The kids in there don't like it. Too bad. This is what doctors say. A DNA procedure is a blind abortion, so picture yourself introducing this and grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big, which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, and pull out an arm about the same length, which you put down on the table next to you, and use this. Don't make that face, squirrel. This is every woman's right to mutilate and murder her own kid. 
instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Head in the baby that size is about the size of a large plum. Can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've this got This is what they're advocating when they talk about no restriction on abortion. When you see that fat slob with the love handle on her neck, the woman trying to destroy Georgia, Stacey Abrams. This is what she's advocating. When you see this imbecile with his ears on his shoulders and that thing on his neck. It's not a tumor. I think it is. Fetterman. And you see him advocate for no limits on abortion. This is what they're talking about. Do you not like what it looks like? What the real ramifications of policies are? I say it's time to rub their face in it. This is what they're all advocating for. Every single Democrat that advocates for abortion. Put your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix. That was the baby's brains. You don't like this? Well, this is a doctor. This is a doctor. Then you could pull out skull pieces. And you have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations. You just successfully performed a second trimester Dini abortion. You just- That's just the second trimester. Imagine what a third looks like. Oh, it's every woman's right. And by the way, if you're repulsed by that... Don't worry, the Democrats scum, they're going to make you pay for it anyway. That's all. That's what's at stake. That's what it looks like when you turn a blind eye to what the real policies look like. That's what Democrats are running on. The scourge that they are. Jeff Rockford. John, I hate to change the subject on that one because that was was very enlightening. Uh, But I'm kind of wondering what gives with these lefties, you know. We got the gal that, that carries the gavel down there that's such a successful stock trader. Nancy, and she's saying that a uh, couple, couple, couple 300 bucks is uh, crumb. <laughs> and then we got Biden, the idiot, and he's trying to make me think that he's going to save my ship by giving me, you know, piecemealing me. 200 bucks, you shut up bucks. and vote Democrat. Yeah, he said it. So what gives, you know, I... I they can't have it both ways, but they always seem to, you know. what? Well, that's called talking out of both sides of your mouth. Will you steal the person? You pretend that the, well, that what you leave behind is enough to live on the crumbs. That's what it looks like. Look at the city of Chicago. They, well, they really sell us short. I'm getting real sick of it. You know? I hope so, Jeff, because you look at what happened to the people that believed in them that now live in what's called ghettos as they try to buy yep. their complacency by giving them Section 8 and better neighborhoods that aren't that much better after a while. Thank you very much, Jeff. That's what it looks like. And what happens when you try to rise up against it? Oh, don't worry. They got a new thing called ballot harvesting. You never heard of this before COVID. To stop possible voter intimidation is now headed to federal court. A hearing set for tomorrow afternoon, which could establish new guidelines at ballot drop box locations. Jason Berry joins us live to break. So there's a pushback in Arizona because of the not just the movie 2000 Mules, but because of the fact that they want you to believe 81 million people were dumb enough to vote for this. How are you, baby? How old are you? How old are you? Almost double figures. Nine. Come on, man. He thought she was a baby. This imbecile. This dementia patient. They want you to believe 81 million people voted for this scarecrow with the doll hair sewn to his head. The dimwit wife. They want you to believe 81 million people voted for him. So they stole it. And now the people of Arizona said, no, 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 no. Now we're going to watch the ballot harvesting. Now I want to see how many times the same moron comes from robbing votes of senior citizens at old people homes and robbing votes of the dead at cemeteries. What changes could be coming, Jason? 
Yeah, a federal judge has been asked to issue a temporary restraining order to prevent people from right. camping out at ballot drop box locations and stop them from taking pictures and video of voters. Why? Why would they not want that? I can't see if the same guy comes back with a sack of votes like Santa Claus comes down the chimney with presents. After all, their presidents, their presents to the corporatist scum, their presence to the welfare roaches, their presence to the corruption in our society. You know, the ones that buy the attorney generals around the world. Undercover video captures Colorado's attorney general at a lavish event in Hawaii, paid for in part by corporations that many state attorneys general are suing and investigating. And tonight only on CBS4, how companies are paying big bucks for access to those top prosecutors. An investigation by political specialist Sean Boyd looks at just how cozy those relationships have become. And Sean, this involves more than just Colorado's attorney general. An organization called the Attorney General Alliance made up of 48 attorneys general is at the center of all this. Colorado AG Phil Weiser chairs the organization. It's a private club that corporations and lobbyist organizations pay tens of thousands of dollars to belong to. Their membership buys them access to lavish events where they can schmooze the top legal officers for state government. Individuals who have sole discretion over whether to sue, settle, or investigate them. CBS4 received video of one of the events from a Republican group. While its motive are political. The events in question involve AGs from both parties. They've been happening quietly for years. Now all you have to do is buy off law enforcement. This this government, when you factor in state, local, and federal, spends $9.4 trillion. There's a lot at stake in this election because the corrupt corporations can't afford to lose that. And now you have a fascist, feeble dictator in office who has a mafia party, and they're willing to risk a lot. And all they got to do is steal an election on one day. Yeah, I'd be watching the ballot boxes too. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Yeah, they don't like when you show the policies. They don't like when you show the reality of what they're talking about, huh? What's wrong? See, I gotta go home now in this sewer ghetto, and I'm gonna watch all these Democrat scoundrel mafia members run on killing your baby. Now, what is it really that we're talking about? There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take Uh, Listen here, Fatso, I don't know a man that wants to take control of your body in any stretch of the imagination. But the reality is when you kill the kids, you should know what it is. It's not a lump of salt. You're killing and destroying the only the only human being that cannot defend themselves. They're hoping their mothers and their fathers do. Even if they're fat pigs with love handles on their heads, such as Stacey Abrams, Robert Bloomingdale. Oh, you know, Sean, how you doing? This is just disgusting. You see, every day at 12 noon, all the candidates, these extremists, abortion this, yeah. the candidate, this extremists with the abortion. Run and, the uh, commercials of what an abortion it's is. Disgusting. They let, we let them hide behind the, we let them hide behind the word. And I've got to listen to prognosticators come on and accuse Dr. Oz of, of, of going against the Hippocratic Oath. You got, you got people calling themselves doctors that are killing kids, ripping their heads apart. And now I got society telling me, even though I find it to be the most repulsive thing in the world, because I'm an earner, you filthy animals. 
My money that you extort is what runs this show. I almost swore, but I didn't. And now you're going to use it to enrich these murderers, these 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 absolute serial killers, and you call it a profession. And I got to hear that questioning this imbecile. The careers are revealed uh, by your real underlying values. It's about supporting and helping, you know, young earners, excuse me, young, young, uh, oh, come on, baby, young you can do you know, it. students to, to give them a break. I believe that that supporting uh, he means on not paying back their student loan or on killing their own baby. John Fetterman tried his best under difficult circumstances. Mr. Oz as a doctor, I think literally violated the Hippocratic Oath. But the doctor that rips your kid's spine out, he's a good guy. Planned Parenthood, growing. By the way, I hear in Illinois, it's the only place people come to visit, the scum that they are. Bob, Wisconsin. Hey, you know, I was reading a book by an exorcist from the 17th century, and something that was abominable back then was abortion. And they said this isn't for a couple of more hundred years. And I don't know if you can believe that or not, but they called you know, abortion an exorcism. You hear from the devil. Yeah, yeah. They called abortion exactly, an exorcism, Sean. and you know who they gave it to? People who weren't of the same religion. You know how many people were forced to have their kids murdered in their belly back then? They called it the Spanish Inquisition. Now they call it Democrats. You rat bastards! Legitimized tyranny. You legitimized fascism. You legitimized murder. That's what a Democrat platform is. I'll be back in 21 hours. Hi. Good night, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.